Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Historic Pinstripes where we discuss the history of the New York Yankees. Again, my name is Brian and I have been a diehard Yankees fan since I was about seven years old. Um, the goal of the Historic Pinstripes show is, as always, to preserve the rich history and tradition of the New York Yankees by discussing the greatest Yankees players and moments in Yankees history. Um, today's show will be on Major League Baseball free agency and how it has affected the game throughout the years and... Um, also, kind of putting more of a Yankee spin on it by talking about, you know, George Steinbrenner and his effect on free agency and um, things like that. Uh, also today, I have a guest, um, my dad. His name is Mike. Um, so thank you again for Hello. joining me today. Hi. Um, so uh, before we get started, what, what was your favorite um, Yankee team that you remember? When did you start getting into the Yankees? 1961. Is when I started. That's when the M&M boys were uh, fighting for the uh, uh, home run championship between Mickey Mantle and uh, uh, Roger Maris. That's the uh, they used to call them the uh, Double M uh, boys. The, yeah, M&M boys. That's M&M right. boys. I think I've heard of that. Yeah. And did do do did you remember ever going to any of those games in the 60, 60s? Yes, or? I did. Yep, yeah, I did go. I I had gone to uh, to see. Uh, and I know noticed when, when we were uh, at the time it, uh, this was in the, in the, in the 1961 um, we could always go a little bit early and we could see the all the oh, yeah. uh, all the uh, Yankees uh, could go into Yankee Stadium from their cars That's right. and they uh, they came up and they even shook our hands and they did a lot of autographs That's right, and it was really was really nice they had it they, they don't do that anymore no. yeah. but um, I think you have to they get there a lot earlier yeah it was nice it, it was uh, that must have been very yeah cool was it was interesting yeah too. yeah it was I was I was, uh, yeah, about 12, 13 years old. Oh, that must have been true. Yeah. Cool. Well, anyway, so today we wanted to discuss um, Major League Baseball free agency. And I figured I would start maybe, I don't know if you remember anything about like the Major League Baseball <laughs> Reserve Clause, which I guess I looked it up and it said it bound a player to one team for a long period of time. Um, and uh, I guess it was, yeah, and I guess even if individual co contracts uh, were covered for just one season. It was, it was basically the, no matter what, the player would have to stay with the team. Yeah, the uh, when when it first started, uh, the free agency uh, transformed baseball, uh, giving the players more options in their careers, and weak. But however, it weakened the grips uh, of the clubs that had that they had on the uh, on the. Uh, the personnel and the players themselves, mm. uh, and also I noticed a difference from the '60s to the '70s. It's the true. loyalty of the players diminished, uh, yeah. which the players had before the free agency. Um, a, lot, a lot of times, it took when you see when you saw like uh, uh, Catfish Hunter. He was the first free agent that signed in on the, the on the Oakland on the Oakland A's and. Uh, Steinbrenner had uh, uh, was the first one. He he was the one that signed yeah. uh, Catfish that? Hunter. That was in nineteen sixty seventy five or something like that. Uh, nineteen seventy four. Seventy four. Nineteen seventy four. And he signed uh, uh, Catfish for five years at, at three point seventy five million. Which is the at most, the time. right? Yeah. 
till Reggie Jackson. Till till, then, till till you got into the Reggie Jackson and uh, you had Andy Messerschmitt, right. which came in, and Don Gullett, another one, even Mike Mussina, Goose Gossage, Sparky Lyle, which was that was a surprise, Sparky Lyle, because they they were on the Red Sox and yeah. and uh, Steinbrenner. Uh, 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 got him through free agency. Yeah. And, and then there was the uh, Bucky Dent, and then there was a little uh, to do about Mike Torres. I remember uh, he he played for the uh, Yankees Red for a Sox. while. Then he went over to the Red Sox, right. and he went back and forth. Red Sox Yankees. He gave up the home run to Bucky yeah. Dent. Yeah. Right. That's right. That's right. And uh, now nowadays, uh, the the ones you got now is. Uh, uh, the one they got uh, Garrett Cole and uh, Corey Kluber. Yeah, and, and Stanton. Yeah, and even CC Sabathia from yeah. ten years ago. And I actually even, um, if you go back, I don't know if you probably remember Kurt Flood. Kurt Flood, and I guess yep. they even had a Kurt Flood rule because Kurt Flood got traded. I think it was that 1969. Was, yeah, that went that went to the courts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what it I was went to. Say. It went to the courts because he yeah. wrote a letter to the commissioner at the time who was Bowie Coon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. And I guess he, uh, he was asking for him because he didn't want to be traded or something like that. I guess. Yeah, that went to court. In fact, they went to court on that too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah then and I, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't remember who won. If if Kurt Flood did win that case or not. He didn't. Uh, yeah. He, he lost the case, but I guess it gave them some. Uh, 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 that's that's where the players' union chief Marvin Miller came in. Um, yep. In 19, I guess that was 1972. But yeah. by that time already, uh, yeah. Kurt Flood missed the whole 1970 season. Yep, he missed the whole season because of 1971, that. 1971, I think he played like 13 games, yep. and that was it. His career was yep. over. But you know, you like you like to see. I think it's more exciting for a uh, um, casual fan, a fan, yeah, to see the. Uh, players that are brought up from the minor league true. like they had a whole Yankees true. did have a lot of players that they brought up like Derek Jeter is one yeah. Andy Pettit Bernie George Williams. Posada Bernie Williams Mariano Rivera mm. Brett Gardner yeah. Robinson Cano even Don Mattingly and uh, now now and now they got uh, uh, Aaron Judge Gary Sanchez yeah. and Gleyber Torres and also yeah. uh, Severino yeah and even if you go all the way back to like uh Thurman Munson, who was probably one of the last uh, and long-term players. And another one players. is Thurman Munson. So yeah. you kind of, if you compare the the free agents that Steinbrenner uh, bought as yeah. a, another, another through through uh, what the, they came through the minor leagues, uh, I don't know who would you you know what would you say would be the the best um, the more the best talent would it be the free agents or would it be Sign- the minor league players that came up. I, I would say, depend. Sometimes it depends. I think depends on the person. It depends on like who you draft. Because sometimes you never know when you're drafting players too. Because there's so many minor league players. Yeah. But I think, um, in some ways, you you do. You're you're right. Because in some ways, like when you sign somebody, uh, well, some ways when you sign somebody, that's those people are going to be better because they're older. However. The fact that they didn't grow in the system, like I think you're talking about, yep. and they didn't grow from like the farm system. They don't know the whole uh, the, how the team culture is, um, right, then the, especially back thing. in the '70s and '80s. Nowadays, yep. when now that people move, players move from team to team a lot more often, uh, you know, then they can. I I think teams are going back now nowadays. I think team 
teams are, are gradually going back to their own farm system. Yeah. They think they're staying away yeah. from the, uh, uh, the free, agent. free agency. It's too much money. Because it's, uh, they, a lot of teams don't have the money that like the Yankees no. have. You know, you got the Baltimore Orioles, you got the Bay. Cleveland Indians, yeah. uh, you got the Tampa Bays. They don't have that much money in their uh, in, the in payroll. their payroll and their finances yeah. as much as the Yankees have, where they yeah. can go in well, and get a, a, a like a Garrett Cole or a, a Corey Cooper or a Mookie, even a Mookie Betts yeah. that the that the Dodgers yeah, picked up. Yeah, there's no salary cap. Now, Mookie Betts, well, he's, a, he's got a lot of talent. Definitely. And he played with the Red Sox. He got him to the the World, World Series, Series the next year. Uh, the Dodgers grabbed him. The Red Sox didn't have enough money that to uh, want to spend the money. To, so I didn't want to spend the money yeah. to keep them for that year. So they go into the the Dodgers. So the another another thing is too the the loyalty. I think uh, there would, there's more loyalty if the players uh, are brought up within. For sure. And uh, the, whereas the free agents, they go into a new team. Yeah. They're making a lot of money. That's what they're there for. Yeah. They're making money so they can uh, uh, finance their uh, their future, their future and, their... and their family yeah. and get uh, Which is important, a pension plan. Especially because they're, they're traveling. Right. They're away from their family so right. much. So they, have, they do have to have yep. things that are... But at the same time, though, there is a, a loyalty that... Uh, I mean, it's good... And from a fan perspective, I think all fans like to see those players like a Brett Gardner, Don Mattingly, Bernie Williams, some yep. of my favorite players. Yep. Um, even Roger Maris, but of course, when Roger Maris played, that was before free agency. Um, really. Now Roger Maris, he, but he was he was yeah, oh, he, he was, got traded a few times. Well, he they got him from the uh, from a trade from Kansas City. Yeah. And uh, during that, I remember that 1961 season with the, him trying to get the 61st home run. Uh, he has so much uh, tension oh, that right. that he even he lost he lost a lot of his hair. Yeah, he was losing his hair because there was the the, the pressure in in playing in New York. Well, know, right? It just it just uh, uh, was uh, too, too much. much. Yeah. and uh, I guess uh, Roger Maris came from a, a small town and. He was an old country boy, yeah. And uh, the, the 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 pressure of New New York and the Yankee Stadium, yeah. It was just just too much for him. I mean, he stayed there uh, maybe a year, two years after he hit sixty one. Then the Yankees traded him to St. Louis, mm-hmm. and he had another good year with St. Louis, and uh, which he, which he got in the World Series, and yeah. uh, he was the most valuable player, I believe. With the St. Louis Cardinals, yeah. yep. and that's where he retired from was uh, the St. Louis oh, Cardinals, yeah. I believe. Unless he, unless the but Cardinals traded him, I'm not really sure. I don't think they did, but I'm not yeah. positive. Yeah, but he had a real tough tough time in New York. Yeah, uh, I know the bands were always on him to get that that 61st yeah. home Spe- run, especially when 1960 he won the MVP. And yep. in '61, he won the MVP. So yep. after and that, he had a he had a battle with uh, with Mickey Mantle. Mantle yeah. gave him a pretty good a good battle Talk for the home loyal. run title. Yeah, you know, and and they were both. There was a lot of loyalty from yeah, Mantle. I mean, Mantle played center. He played right. Yeah. You know, so. Well, Maris though he was a, actually a center fielder, a really good center fielder. Yeah, though, yeah, he was. Maris was. was he arm. played center field in uh, with the Cardinals. Yeah, and another another good player that the. Uh, 
uh, Yankees had in 1961 that you don't hear too much of. And he was a very good hitter, but he he just wasn't uh, uh, la, la, dynamic. You know, he didn't go for anything uh, high. Was Hector Lopez? That's right. Hector Lopez was yeah, a, he was an excellent clutch hitter, uh, and he played left field. And you don't hear too much from Hector. No, you don't. Yeah. But uh, Hector was a uh, he was a good hitter, a good even uh, a good fielder also. Wasn't he one of the first Latino players? Yeah, yeah, I believe I he was. Yes, he yeah, was. But he was a, yeah, I remember looking yeah. at his numbers. I didn't know how realize yep. how good he was. Yes, he was. Yeah. And uh, there was uh, another thing I was going to mention too. But uh, since we were speaking about um, the free agency, um, and there was something I could be thinking about. It was Marvin Miller, the players' players' union chief. Um, there was one year, I guess. I think it was yeah, it was nineteen seventy five. He got Andy Messersmith and Dave McNally to put to play that season under no contract, and that's how he was able to get rid of the MLB reserve clause. That's right, yeah. Yeah, because the next year he had I don't ever remember Dave McNally playing for the Yankees. I don't Oh, no, oh. no, they didn't play for the Yankees. Yeah. So, no, um, Andy Messerschmitt did. did. I was actually going to ask you that, actually. Andy Messerschmitt did. He was, a, he was a free agent with the Yankees, and he he came to have a very good year. What year was that? Do you remember uh, exactly that was, uh, yeah, that was like... Um, Later 70s, maybe? Yeah, like maybe uh, 75, 78. Oh, okay. 75 was through 78 yeah. between that, those that's years. That's interesting that he got him to play that with yep. no contract. And then yeah, the next year, those are the two Steinbrenner guys. Steinbrenner signed him too. Yeah, yeah Steinbrenner signed most of them. And the arbitrator's name that agreed to get rid of the reserve clause was Peter Seitz. Or Seitz Peter Seitz. Oh, yes. Yeah. You probably heard the name. Yep, I've heard the name. Yeah. Yeah. That I uh, I also found some in interesting um, uh, numbers on average salaries too. Uh, the average salary, I guess, in 1967, just for like a reference point, compared to now, the average salary for every single major league baseball player mm -hmm. in '67 was nineteen thousand dollars. So the yep. average player would make that right. much. Yep. And, and the Yankee and the, uh, the the teams were the thing with the with the free agency too. The team, the teams are making very good money. They, you know, I mean, yeah. they had ticket wise, uh, concessions, oh, uh, souvenirs, yeah. uh, all this. This was before TV too. So was this was a, they TV were selling more. all this in but, the in yeah. the stadium. So with the, with the tickets and this well. and uh, food and ever and uh, souvenirs, they were making a lot of money. So the. Yeah. The the mod I guess this dizzy Marvin Miller said well yeah. maybe the players should get into some of that stuff yeah so the owners are making so yeah, much they were even thinking uh, of uh, instead of having uh, the paying them cash the free through a free agency to buying them that uh, the players would have uh, own stock. Yeah. And be be able to collect. Oh yeah. Some the the pro some of the proceeds or a percentage of I the proceeds, that. that the but the the, the owners did not want that. They mm. wanted to keep the proceeds. They yeah. would rather go with. They rather went with the. Uh, it was kind of a lot the of signing or the contract. That's yeah. what they wanted. But I, yeah. I do do and remember that. When <clears throat> once Marvin Miller once they got. To 1974, when Marvin Miller got them out of the reserve clause, the average salary by then was four forty-one thousand dollars. And actually, right. it's kind of interesting what you were saying too, because like in the 50s and 60s, baseball that was they call that like the golden year eras of golden era of baseball, pretty much. Yep. And yeah. and so so baseball was really that's really where the height of its popularity 
began, I guess, or yep. maybe we're doing around the seventies or eighties yep. or so. Because a, know, lot, a lot of the play, a lot of the teams were uh, like like the Yankees. Yeah. They were buying players left and right, yeah, and, then, and yeah. making their team real strong. Yeah, you know, yeah. but it wasn't helping. No, it wasn't, the little yeah. players like uh, they were taking the, some of the players from the Cleveland Indians, taking up players yeah. from and fans couldn't uh, resonate with the same Oakland guys. Oakland and uh, uh, in Oakland. fact, Oakland. They had a lot of they had a lot of free agents. In fact, um, with Reggie Jackson, right? Good old Charlie Finley, that's who right. uh, that's another one who Your started the free 70s. agencies. He he was the one that the, the they got uh, right. Catfish Hunter from. That's right, Charlie Finley, and uh, and Reggie Jackson, I think. Yeah, too. yep. He uh, he he kept a lot they of a really lot good. of his players yeah. like uh, Sal Bando and uh, Gene Tennis and uh, Joe too. Rudy. Uh, who went as a free agent? Right. Did that, and right. they were and uh, they were really no names at the at the beginning. Right. Joe yeah. Rudy and Bert Campaneris, oh, yeah. uh, guys like that, that that were in Oakland, yeah, which they, they won a lot of. They won three uh, in a row few, right? through a World Series. Yeah, that's that, yeah. I think the only two and they all went and through free agency. All of them. That's right. They uh, yeah. uh, Sal Bando went to Milwaukee and uh, uh, Bert Campaneris. I'm not too sure where he mm-hmm. went. Yeah, I'm not sure. And Gene um, Tennis, I know, he played, he went to the National League. I think he went to the oh, Dodgers, as, as a matter of fact. Who? And he had, he was a, in fact, he was a, um, the most valuable player. Really? What year was that? Do you remember? The, that the, was, the, uh, the oh, that was in the latest, like Late in 78, yeah. 79, getting close to the in, uh, oh. the 80s. Uh, well, I, I believe cool. that's uh, yeah, Gene Tennis. Gene Tennis. I've heard uh, the name. The most valuable. Yeah, much. he seems to be the most valuable player in the World Series. Huh. Yeah. Uh, but I, I guess in 1974, the, their average salary went up to forty-one thousand um, dollars mm-hmm. for the average player. That's and 1944. 74. 1974. 74, yeah. 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 That's when they started. That's that's when uh, Catfish Hunter made his. Made his debut as a in the Yankees as a right. uh, as a free agency. Steinbrenner signed him for how much was uh, it? Three point seventy five million, which was a lot for five right? years. That's like that's like that's for five well, years. Kind of so last year or something. That, like that. That's the stop of yeah. the free agency. Oh, yeah. From there, now it it just through the roof. It's now it's through the roof. Yeah, you know right now. There's a, there's got to be some kind of yeah. a uh, happy place. And you know that, and they meeting. you know they uh, they throw in the uh, uh, commercials. Yeah, they put that in the contract endorsements. That's when they started. Yeah, that and then uh, so yeah, they I guess that's so it, it kind of advertises the team, and it all advertises right. the uh, the uh, the team the, and the player. The, the uh, gives them publicity. And yeah, notoriety like and all that. Right, like the the, the foods foods but, that yeah. they have, and uh, yeah. like you know, like Aaron Judge is doing now. He's doing Pepsi. it for right, Pepsi. He's doing it for uh, uh, Jersey Mike's. Oh, the, 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 right. Yeah, that's and Aaron that's, Judge's is yeah. is is right there. And and uh, even um, Yogi Berra, Billy Martin, I think did uh, yeah. Miller Lite. Yogi Berra did a few others. And yep. he did a, did a bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, but also the maximum average salaries uh, in 1979, the max, the highest average salary uh, for that year was a hundred thousand uh, dollars. That was the highest, or yeah. that was the highest salary. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but 1992, it went all the way up to one million dollars. Yep, which is quite a, yep. a big difference. Yeah, and um, also I guess George Brett, he also topped one million dollars 
Um, uh, it was a long-term contract in the 1980s, and I think it was 1982. Yeah, he was well, with Kansas the, City then. One of the biggest yeah. contracts in yeah, baseball. Yeah, because they they took uh, Kansas City won the World won the was in the World Series. Yeah, 80, I think a three or four years in a row. I think so. Yeah. And uh, he yeah, he was the he was the big yeah he was the big star. Yeah, yeah. But I, I guess he had a long big long term deal, even, which was a big deal at the yeah, time. Even with the pine tar incident, with uh, <laughs> which he went crazy. Oh yeah, in the, in Martin, the playoffs with the, kind of yeah, set him up and he was yeah. he was he, he in fact he still talks about it and he still uh, he, did, yeah. he he uh, gets mad he gets mad at it he still yeah. he, he he never got over it yeah especially because Billy Martin never got of, over it Billy Martin was he knew exactly what he was doing too I yep. guess they say because he he, did. he knew well, he, he knew he knew he knew how to uh, uh, yeah. um, he knew how to uh, Ruffle feathers, yeah. You know, he yeah, knew he how to see. ruffle the feathers. Yeah, even though, and it, even though Billy Martin had a lot of um, baggage and stuff like that, obviously with alcohol, but he was actually a very, very smart manager. Oh, he was. Yeah. yeah, he knew how to he he knew how to connive. He yeah. knew well, who was coming up, who was yeah, coming smart. up in the order, Big and uh, yep, like he, he knew how to get uh, Reggie Jackson all keyed up. Yeah, and after that, I mean, he. Reggie Jackson in the, with the win the World Series with the Dodgers. Yeah, seventy seven. I mean, he so really he really series, had uh, yeah three three I believe it three home runs in one game. Yeah, in the World Series. First time. Oh no, well, second time. The yeah. only guy to ever do that since uh, Babe Ruth. Yeah, of course. Yep. He did it twice so, in one. Uh, yep. In his time. Yep. But uh, also, um, there was also a couple other notes I wanted to mention too. Was the league average team payroll? Currently is one hundred eighteen million, and then I went through um, to look up some. Of the, uh, I actually went to look for some of the average team payrolls uh, for for before that, but I couldn't really find that much information. But uh, I did find some Major League Baseball. The Major League Baseball minimum for two thousand twenty one is five hundred seventy thousand dollars, five hundred seventy thousand and five hundred dollars for uh, one wow. player. That's the minimum that you can make. Yeah. If you make it on a major league those roster, all, uh, but if you're in the minor leagues, you can make less than that, though. Yeah, those are all limits. Yeah, but if you, I did find that 1967, the major league baseball minimum for one player, if you were in the major leagues, not necessarily the minor leagues, but if you're mm. in the major leagues, you're the minimum you could make in '67 was six thousand dollars. Wow. Went up to twelve thousand in 1970, then thirty thousand in 1980, hundred thousand in 1990. Then it went all the way up to four hundred thousand by two thousand nine, so it kind of staggered a little bit uh, toward the end there, but um, it still rose quite quite a bit, yeah. right, just at the minimum. And I believe, um, I think a hundred thousand dollars is like the most Babe Ruth ever made in a season. So considering wow. nineteen ninety was that's the minimum payment, so I just thought that was an, an interesting note about. Uh, now imagine if Babe Ruth was in this day and age and oh, played yeah. in this day and age. And he had the same capabilities, the same. Uh, um, yeah, he had. To, he had. He'd get like the same kind of contract as like a yeah. Mike Trout, or even actually yeah, just Fernando had, Tatis. Yeah, he'd be, be good. Yeah, like yeah. Fernando Tatis just got a fourteen-year contract over th like three hundred sixty-five million, I think. Yeah. For fourteen years. Now and Fernando Tatis. Mike Trout. Uh, and he's only twenty-two. Well, what? Uh, I'm not San sure. Diego. San Diego. Not Fernando for, Tatis. Yeah, Tatis. He's, he's the, I don't really think he was that that uh, a greater player. He didn't well, seem like a, he's worth that type of money. I, I think we didn't really get to see him. We're, we're over here on the East Coast, mm. so 
and the, and San Diego, well, we don't true. see a lot of those games. That's, but that's I've true. seen him play. Yeah. He, he he actually is a very, very talented he player. He's a second-generation player, yep. too, of course. His dad, Fernando Tatis Sr., played for the Cardinals, third baseman. Um, and I think he played for the Expos as well and maybe a couple other teams as well, I think. But he wasn't as his dad wasn't nearly as good as his as the talent, I should say, is that wasn't as good as the potential his son has um, of being. Because his yeah. son, they say, could be one thing one of I the noticed best. with the Yankees now, with uh, Brian Cashman as a general manager, he's trying to get away from the free agencies. He's yeah, he's more true. or less he's been trying to uh, develop from within the organization. I noticed. Uh, a lot of times he skips a lot of the free agent signings that are there. I think he had to get. The last year, he had to get a a a, a good pitcher up uh, yeah. for uh, for Garrett Cole. That's what they were missing. Yeah, that's what they were missing. Uh, Severino has had his problems. With He's been uh, injured quite a bit. Yeah. Hopefully, he can come back this year. This year will be a big year for San, San Severino. For sure. If if uh, if, he, if he year. has another another yeah. uh, injury season. Now his, his uh, yeah. I, w I would think he probably won't um, be back though, though until like July yeah, or August I don't just because he came back from Tommy John. His, uh, not too many clubs will want this uh, Severino. Yeah. So he he's got to have a good season this year. Otherwise, that's true. Yeah. Uh, the other teams are not going to want him, and he can't. He, he won't be able to have get the big money like the other uh, yeah. free agents. And I think he's got a, a long-term deal too. With the, well, the Yankees signed him to four years, forty million a couple years ago. So the, he's got like yep. two years left until free agency, I believe. Yep. I, I also another thing I did notice too that I wanted to mention was some of the salaries I saw. The salaries um, from nineteen twenty-seven. Uh, fifty-two thousand uh, was what Babe Ruth was making in nineteen twenty-seven, and that was a lot of money back then. Yeah, that was like uh, maybe uh, 50, that was the most. Yeah, that was like a fifty-two million this year for any big player. Yeah, you know, and he was the best in the game, of course. But, but of course, the fifty-two million—that—that's prorated for uh, say uh, nine years. Yeah, yeah, but he—he'd eventually get. Yeah. Fifty-two million. It's, it's twenty twenty-six yeah. million, but that's for nine years. True. So they 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 they, they pro kind of prorate that. Uh, that's true. And yeah. he can take whatever he, he can take whatever he wants out of that. And that but that's the that's the cap of he, he what he can make for those years. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, myself, I would like to, I'd like to see I like to see them build uh, build up. From within. Yeah. No, I I agree. I would like because I, I yeah uh, you get guys like, um, like my favorite is uh, uh, Derek Jeter. He came oh, from. Yeah. I mean he he did everything for the Yankees. Yeah. He 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 went. Uh, to me, he was he's a he's, he's about a the one of the best. Yeah. That the and, Yankees have. Yeah. I think another one this uh, hopefully did this year another one like Derek is uh, uh, an Aaron Judge. I agree. He's yeah. going to be. He's going. He's, he just has to stay healthy. He, he just got to. He's got to stay healthy. Yeah. I think Gary Sanchez could be a good uh, player. He could, but I yeah. think he's got. Uh, he's got the ability. Yeah. But I. I uh, somehow I don't. I think is. Uh, he, he needed. Hopefully he got it. But he needed a year to uh, yeah. really concentrate the over the winter on, on his defense and yeah. on the whole game in general to keep his mind in the game. Yeah. I think a lot of times his, 
you he his mind would uh, um, go elsewhere in yeah. the game. It yeah. wouldn't be on the game; it'd go somewhere else. Yeah. So he'd he'd miss a pitch or something, and that's that's yeah. that. But he needed his whole concentration on the For game. Sure. But he'll be a good one. And of course, uh, uh, Gleyber Torres is another. We we yeah, we even be. have we haven't seen him peak yet. Not yet. No, he's still. He has. He, he's just climbing. Kid. Yeah. But he he's going to be up there. He's going to be an up there be. with very, the, with very, the, uh, with Derek Jeter. I think he could. Yeah. And I think he he seems like he's not afraid of the big moment, even though no. he's like 23, 24 years yep. old. So and then of course I'm not too sure about uh, uh, Lameo. They, they, I think they traded for him. They, but well, well, they signed, they signed him a couple, signed years, him. Ago. A couple years ago. Yeah, a couple years yeah, ago. But yeah, he's doing fantastic. He is, yeah. And he's kind of like, it was almost like he was, even though he came from the Rockies, which is kind of different, that they signed somebody and brought yeah. him over and he did really well. Yeah. Like you were saying, most of the time, like Derek Jeter, Don Mattingly, all those guys were brought up. But LeMayu seems like he was meant to be a Yankee, even though yeah. he wasn't. Brought up with the Yankees, he just has yeah. that personality. There was another uh, guy that I I, I wanted Recently. to see him get ahead. He was the first base. He was the first baseman, and then he left. Oh, um, uh, he he really he couldn't uh, for some reason he didn't. Uh, but, but I thought he was going to be very good. Oh, um, um, he's a lefty, lefty. a left-handed hitter, a left-handed first baseman, which always left-handed first basemen are real. Yeah, real Especially good. Yankee Stadium. Yeah. He was with Sanchez. Him, Sanchez. Oh. They all came up around oh, the same time. Oh, oh Greg Bird. That's Greg right. Bird. That's right. And I thought he was going to be good, but he just and didn't uh, have the makeup just didn't have the makeup. Or maybe he just got he did get in. Yeah, he got that, hurt that, a lot. That's maybe when that's when Luke Boyd came in. Yeah. You know, I would have just as soon see Greg Bird. Yeah. And it's too bad. I, I don't know if he's out of baseball or if he's I, I don't think so. I think he's he's actually just signed a minor mm -hmm. league deal. I think I, heard, I saw the other day he signed a minor league deal with the Rockies, which mm -hmm. is his hometown team. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel we're... bad. I, I feel bad like for uh, this year for Cleveland Indians. Now they had that uh, Lindor. Yeah. Excellent shortstop. didn't get a whole lot. Huh. Excellent shortstop. He made the Cleveland name, but Cleveland couldn't afford him. Yeah. So they had to, they, they traded him to the Mets. Yep. Now he's with the Mets. He's in a high, big uh, market team. Big market team in New York. Yeah. But I mean, the Cleveland Indians they just because they couldn't afford him. Yeah. Now they're losing. He's going to be one of the bad, uh, greatest shortstops. Of course, yeah. There, 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 there will ever be. was, yeah. And and, uh, and even uh, uh, what was it? oh yeah, the Cleveland Indians too. That they actually have the lowest payroll of. Any team in baseball yeah. currently? Which, yeah, they had then they had a good yeah. a good uh, uh, pennant contending team. Yeah, and uh, they would, did when they, they lost uh, when they uh, it's, lost the It's door, just it's too of, bad. Yeah. They didn't have the funds to to keep them to promise them. Yeah. what he wanted, or even like Corey Kluber too. But yeah. although Kluber got hurt though too, yeah, so, and yep. he's getting older. But see now Cleveland has got another good pitcher in they uh, do. Bieber. Yeah, Shane Bieber. They Shane have a Bieber couple other and, guys too. Um, and, Adam Savali. Uh, and uh, the uh, oh, the, yes, the son, a... the father of uh, one of the pitchers, uh, Dan. Uh, oh, Dan Plezak's. Yeah, Dan Plezak's nephew. Uh, nephew. Nephew, I think. Yeah, please. Zach. They got two good pitchers Zach, there. Zach Plezak. Hopefully, maybe they can. Maybe they're thinking of saving the money for them because they they're good. Good. They have good pitchers. For sure. Maybe yeah. they are. If they're not, they'll lose them too to the yeah. free agency. So that free agency does hurt a club. It does, you know? yeah. 
and it's I think too it's bad, especially the clubs that don't, the club that doesn't have the funds to. Yeah, to, that's, uh, that's the sad part of invest, about uh, baseball. Yeah, invest in a player. Yeah, you know? there's got to be a way that like they can they can try to make it a little more even. Like the Yankees, the they can, they got the funds to invest in guys like Aaron Judge. Yeah. Uh, they uh, uh, Gary Sanchez, Gleyber Torres. They got the funds to keep those players. Yeah. They had the funds like for uh, when they kept the Derek. Derek. Derek Jeter. Pasada. Tito, uh, Pettit, Mariano, Mariano, you know, and uh, I'm glad to see Brett Gardner come back. Yeah. Because he was a real uh, hardball. He was really a hard worker. Throwback player to the... He he played wherever they wanted him, wherever they wanted him in the the, uh, outfield. Left, right, center. Yeah, he plays really well. Even now, he's a good defensive player. Stolen bases, and he's hit and run. Years old, I think. Great hit and run hitter. Yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, I'm glad to see they uh, they kept him. Ho- sure. Hopefully, he'll retire from the Yankees. I think so. I, I think that's his his, his plan because he did sign. He did. Uh, I think he had an option in his contract for yep. 2022, I believe, yep. as well. But yeah, yes. Uh, Brett Gardner's. I think one of my. He's one of my favorite players currently. Um, obviously, I I don't really have that many favorite players now but if i had to say two of them would be judge and gardner and that's probably because like you're saying about yeah. homegrown talent and i, I think that's a, that is one of the better things in baseball yeah. that's going on is that the teams especially the yankees being one but even the red sox because the dave dombrowski even though he helped them win a world series he also drained their farm system just like he yep. drained the tigers farm system a lot too even though he yep. helped them well, actually, yeah, they didn't. Did. They didn't win a World Series. The Tigers, but yep, they made it. But, but so it's definitely so. Anyways, I figure I might as well wrap up this episode a little bit. Again, thank you for being on the show, Dad. I oh my it. pleasure. And uh, any my other pleasure. time you want to be on the show, just let me know. Okay, we can do another episode. Oh, sure, um, we'll do as many as yeah. uh, as you want. And thank you all for listening to one last thing before I go. I just wanted to mention that the historic pinstripes is a proud member of the 4041 media family with other podcasts such as um, real talk with um, sensei Nick movie theater time machine uh, psycho crime for your geek and a bunch of other podcasts and YouTube streamers. Um, You can feel free to go to www.4041media.com for more information. Um, Once again, thank you. Um, everybody for listening thank you dad for being on the show as well and is there My anything pleasure. else anything else you want to say or nope that's it and well thank you all for listening everybody and as always go yankees <laughs>